Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Niang, open three, left side. Good, George Niang's fourth in the first quarter. George Niang's got 12 of the Jazz, 22 points. Donovan pulls up on favors for three, no good. Brantley offensive rebound, back to Donovan, splits the defense, cut off. Flares back to Brantley for a left angle three that's good. Well, Brantley makes that shot. He's going to play a lot of years in the NBA. Works to the left side, guarded by the long, lanky Hall, who doesn't seem like he can move a great deal. High lob to Rudy, he goes over Moroni, catches and dunks. David Locke on the call. Some of the highlights is the Jazz get the victory, 106-96 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. They were down 17 in the first quarter. Seven or eight bad minutes, and then they pulled it together and were up by 20 and dominated the rest of the game. No Joe Ingles, no Jordan Clarkson, no Royce O'Neal. So they went down the bench a little bit, and they still got a comfortable win. And now they get two days off and get ready for the Pacers on Friday. And PK was seven or eight bad minutes, but I thought after that, everything was fine. Yeah, Lou Dort obviously was shooting out of his mind in yeah. those seven or eight bad minutes. That's a game that I contribute to the other team, particularly Dort, an undrafted free agent. Wow, 42.7 boards. Just uh, happy for that kid to be able to find his way in the league and he's playing with a bunch of uh, end of the end of the bench guys who I'm not even sure would be on the bench on a lot of teams so I didn't really feel like they were threatened in that regard I thought they would come back and and things would equalize and and they did yep Jazz get the win they get a couple days off they get some guys rested they were talking about how fatigued they were on Monday uh, and then Rudy Gobert says when he's tired he just tells himself he's not tired that was probably the highlight of the post game for me Mind okay. over matter. Uh, tired. Mm, okay, you're tired. Uh, yeah, so you're tired. <laughs> I mean, the games count whether you're tired or not. So what's the attitude you need to take? Two days off before the back-to-back with the Pacers Friday afternoon at 1 and then the Lakers Saturday afternoon in L.A. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Durant in a post-up, draws a double out to Chioza, pump fake, moves it left, finds Durant a deep three, and hits. George, crossover on Sabonis in the lane, put it up, put it in with a left hand, PG-13 with 30 points, and we're not even through this third quarter with 4.50 to play. McCollum reaching for the ball, four on a shot clock, it's got to be Tatum, stepping to his right, tough three, got it! (laughs) A dagger from Jason Tatum! Do you have any thoughts about him are you an a-rod fan at all growing up or anything like that what you think about what he might bring to the team a fan what you mean like who is he the baseball player alex rodriguez yeah no nah, i i don't know okay i know he's gonna be the owner but i don't i don't i don't know nothing about baseball anthony edwards doesn't know who alex rodriguez is because he doesn't know anything about baseball and he didn't seem particularly uh flustered no. by any of that he know nothing about baseball buddy <laughs> Uh, you heard highlights from around the NBA there. The Phoenix Suns keep it going. That is uh, three in a row, 10 out of 11. They've been uh, they've been looking good for weeks, for months. And a back-to-back, it was both at home, so that didn't bother them. They went by 20 over Miami. 
Yeah, I think what's impressive about that is they had four guys off the bench in double figures and another guy with nine points. And so they've developed a bench along the way, and that, that can only do anything but nothing but help them as they get going into the postseason. I don't know how deep they're going to go in the postseason, but develop those guys, get them out there, and uh, give you some lift. We saw that uh, a little bit maybe with uh, Denver. You know, they had some guys out early. Got uh, when they get two guys back during the course of the playoffs last year. At least one comes to mind. So that was a nice win for them. As comfortable as it was, too. I didn't think it would be that easy. Definitely didn't think they were going to win by 20 on the second night of a back-to-back over the Heat, but they got it done. And the Clippers beat the Pacers, who the Jazz will be seeing on Friday. Uh, They win 126-119. Paul George had 36 in that game. The Pacers have to go to Houston before they come to Utah, so they're zigging and zagging all over the place. Yeah, Paul George has really been on a tear. Uh, he's shooting career best. I looked this up this morning. Forty-seven uh, percent from the field, forty-three percent from three. And uh, we talked about it, man. If you're going to profile an NBA player, his his physical stature really would fit in, and he starts making those shots like he's been doing. We'll see if he can do it in the postseason because that's been the bugaboo for him. But if he can, man, he's got all the skills just to be a marquee player. The Lakers, minus their two stars, playing some 500 ball here. Went 4-3 and three on their long seven-game road trip. Never lost back-to-back. Started with a win and just alternated wins and losses. And beat the Hornets 101-93. They were down early in that game. And they don't have their, obviously, their, their two marquee guys. But they found a way to grind it out and win. 101-93. Kuzma had 24, so... Nice win for the Lakers, who seem destined to uh, stay in front of Portland as Portland loses again. So all the thought about how far the Lakers might drop, I, I think we found the bottom for them. Yeah, I'm not that impressed with the win over the Hornets. They're missing Ball and Hayward. Uh, they don't really have much. Even with those two guys, they're not a great team. Without them, they stink. Hmm. Uh, Kevin Durant went for 31 as the Nets crushed the, uh, the Timberwolves. So... Brooklyn keeps it going. They got their three stars. They never seem to have really more than one of them. Occasionally they have two, but Kyrie Irving didn't go, and Harden's got the hamstring stuff, and it didn't matter. They won by 30. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. The transfer news, you mentioned this one late in the show yesterday, PK. Connor Harding is leaving BYU and going to UVU. And University of Utah star Timmy Allen is going to Texas to play for their new head coach, Chris Beard. He will be a Longhorn. So the Utes going to be looking for some more offensive uh, firepower going forward. Timmy Allen off to Texas. Oh, Tim Allen, man. I'm going to miss him. Hope he finds what he's looking for in Texas. I don't blame him. Doesn't look. I know Coach Smith worked Winters and Logan, but I don't know. Uh, well, the team isn't all together, so it's hard to make an evaluation at this point. But it doesn't look like they would be an NCAA tournament team this coming season. And Allen's running out of time, so who can blame him for that? DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Players for the Broncos, Seahawks, and Buccaneers will not uh, formally report to their team facilities for their voluntary offseason workouts. Voluntary. Yeah. Teams issued statements uh, through the Players Association. The Broncos statements cited rising COVID positivity rates in Denver and surrounding communities. So the NFL not back to normal yet, but the voluntary workouts, I think, uh, 
may be important to them, but we can live without them. I saw a thing from Bruce Arians, the coach at Tampa Bay, saying that if you miss a recital or a child's game, I will fire you of his assistants and people on his staff. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> take this personal time and soak it in. <laughs> yeah, because he was saying that you know you, there's plenty of time for you to put your work in, and those events usually are like two hours, mm-hmm. you know, a recital or a game. Roughly, you know, maybe a little bit more if it's a football game. But he's talking about, because he's an older guy, I think he's like 67, 68 now. And he's talking about how he missed stuff. And it never comes back. It's uh, either you did or you didn't, and you can't recapture it. So he was saying that if you don't do it, I'll fire you because there's plenty of time. You can come in at midnight and get your work done, whatever you need to do. But he wants you to make sure you take advantage of that time. And that's from someone who's uh, way, way on the other end of it and understands it. So the NFL said uh, their, their chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, said last month that no NFL employee, including players, would be required to be vaccinated as a condition of employment. But the NFL does expect the key members of each team's football operations staff to receive a COVID-19 vaccine unless they have a bona fide medical or religious reason not to, according to a memo issued to all clubs. Pretty fine line right here, PK. Looks like they got one one thing in public and another in private, and the memo in private is now in public. Yeah, I, I don't know what the law is on this. If, the, if an employer can force an employee to do it or fire them, uh, I know that uh, if you are in that position, you better be really good at your job because they're not going to force you. If you're with Tom Brady, doesn't want the vaccine. My guess is they're not going to fire him. Yeah, right. Uh, and if and I also, I thought the vaccine, how long is it supposed to last? I thought it was like a six-month deal. That's what I thought, too. So if you got it now... You have to get it again. But they want you to get it now because they don't want these voluntary off-season workouts. I mean, three teams aren't doing them, but others yeah, are. Yeah, I know they want yeah. you to get it. Yeah. I understand. That's not the issue, whether they want you or not. I'm sure every boss wants... Uh, his uh, his or her staff to get it. Not probably not everyone, but you get the point. Uh, but whether they have a legal obligation to get it, if my employer says you must get it, I don't. I don't have no idea what the law would be on that. Houston attorney Tony Busby said in a statement that his law firm will amend all of the lawsuits against Deshaun Watson to close the names to disclose the names of the 22 plaintiffs, even those not currently subject to any court order. Watson's lawyer, Rusty Harden, told the NFL Network yesterday that one of the women who filed one of the 22 lawsuits has dropped her civil case against Watson. There's your daily update. 22 lawsuits against Watson. 22 lawsuits. Drop one down. You got 21. Pass it around. That's all I got for you. Hadn't heard that in a long time. That's a decent effort on that one. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Duffy has not allowed a hit since the second, and he's allowed only one base runner on the two-out walk to Suzuki last inning. Did Shohei get him? Get going. Get going to right and gone. The 3-2. There's a fly ball to left field, and that is going to be the third home run of the night for the Dodgers. Betts' second home run of the year. It's lined to left field, and McCutcheon will not get it. In to score is McNeil. The Mets win it on an RBI single by Jonathan VR here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Highlights around Major League Baseball. Mookie Betts homering. Trevor Bauer goes seven innings. Dodgers blank the Rockies, seven zip. 
Marlins twice as good, 14-0 over the Braves. Adam Duvall, homer twice. Seven ribbies, PK. Let's get those stats going. Let's inflate those numbers. Let's get them fired up. That's a good game. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, some of the teams that sucked right out of the gate are doing quite well right now. Uh, Oakland beat Arizona. The Athletics started 0-6, but now they've gone 5-1 and and are moving back towards 500. And the Red Sox started 0-3, and they've now won seven in a row. They beat the Twins 4-2. Boston's got it going. Yeah, that's uh, funny that they've been they've been winning like that. And athletics, I think that you know they got off to a horrible start, but I think they were going to be a decent ball club. Uh, the Dodgers. I was exchanging texts with a friend of mine who lives in California, so we've both seen a crapload of baseball over the years. The Dodger team is scary dominant. It's crazy how good they are. And I said, "Oh, well, I agree with you, man." <laughs> I said, I think they're going to win over 100, win, get over 100 wins and, and, and the World Series. And I told him about my pick of Corey Seager for your NL MVP. See if I can get one right. He agreed with all of that? I mean, Well, you know, the baseball is, is funky because uh, you got in a, get in a little slump at the wrong time and you get in trouble. But I, I think that over the, over them, I and this is a team that was down 3-1 to Atlanta last year, weren't they, in the postseason? Uh, I think it was Atlanta, and uh, they came back. So you never really know. I mean, over the course of 162, absolutely he agrees. But when you get in those short series, series, especially in baseball, you can have these no-name dudes get hot and make themselves a legend, a pitcher and whatever, whatever it might be, or conversely, a pitcher struggles. So you never really know once you get to the postseason. But over the course of 162, yeah, I think they have an opportunity to, to be right up there with some of the record-setting teams in number of wins. Padres were supposed to be good and push the Dodgers. You know, the Padres weren't good yesterday. Blake Snell got knocked out 38 pitches, I think, in the first inning. He gets knocked out, and they end up losing to the Pirates 8-4. to But the Padres have eight wins and four losses. I mean, you win two-thirds of your games, you're rolling. But they're still a game and a half behind the Dodgers, who are 9-2. and two. Rushing well, they've got a big series coming up this weekend, they I think. They do. They do have one this weekend. Uh, also, the Giants are kind of going with them. Nice start for the Giants. I don't know how long they can sustain it, but they beat the Reds 7-6. to six. They're 7-4. and four. Two games behind the Dodgers, half game behind the Padres. So, good start for San Francisco. Well, Posey's back. You know, he didn't play last year. i got to think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, catching stats. Uh, stats for catchers, they're not overwhelming. But, you know, he was so integral in their World Series, and he's uh, the best player from that team. There's a couple others who are still there from that World Series dominance that they had, the three of them. He didn't play last year. He sat out, and so he's back, and he's making a difference. Yeah, maybe the Giants, their rebuild is going to go a little quicker than we expected. Tied for the third-best record in the National League right now with the, uh, the Reds, who lead the Central Division. Uh, Cleveland Indians infielder Yu Chang, a native of Taiwan, shared on Twitter that he received racist social media messages after he made a, uh, a critical error, a throwing error in Cleveland's loss Monday to the White Sox. His tweets, his tweets read in part, exercise your freedom of speech in a right way. I accept all comments, positive or negative, but definitely not racist ones. Thank you all and love you all. Hashtag stop Asian hate. Reporters following up on this are now saying that uh, of the three tweets, two of the accounts have been deleted. Another is private so a lot yeah. of hate from really negative anonymous people who then sure. get called out and up oh, there's daylight i'm gone I, 
And I, I certainly don't condone this. It's a completely 100% un, unacceptable. I don't know why anybody would do this. It makes no sense. But, I mean, I, we've all been subject to this. Now, I haven't been subject to racist tweets because I'm white, and I, I'm the racist if you listen to some people. So, uh, But I get all sorts of hate stuff. Over, I've gotten all sorts of hate stuff o- over the years. And I've saved a few just to use as motivation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the downside of the Internet is these idiots, that, especially if they're anonymous, think it's acceptable to do these types of things and i don't think it's ever going to stop if we're ever looking for it to go away 100 percent, we're going to be disappointed but that doesn't mean we don't speak out every time we hear it and this is completely and totally unacceptable as i say what is trending is brought to you by shamrock plumbing there is no job too big or too small get the personal touch with shamrock plumbing call them at 801-295-1690 that's shamrock plumbing all right, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, Thor Nystrom, lead college football and NFL draft writer for NBC Sports Edge. And at 8.30, Eric Walden, Utah jazz writer for the Salt Lake Tribune. we got a question of the day. Off of last night's game, the Jazz was sort of a lackluster performance in beating the outman Thunder. Any concerns or just get us to the playoffs? Lottie weighing in on Facebook, DJ and PK. Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James. Get to your thoughts on last night's game. And the rest of the season, next. Stay with us.